0: and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my brand new podcast, Unbridled with Erin. So this is actually my first solo podcast. And I know that sounds a bit weird because the whole podcast is Unbridled with Erin and, you know, me, Erin. (laughs) But... I've been a little bit nervous to do a solo episode up until now because this whole podcasting thing's very new to me. I typically do YouTube where you can distract yourself and faff about, but just kind of talking to myself. I mean, I do that quite a lot, but talking out loud is new to me. So please bear with me in this episode. I'm going to try my best just go gentle, please. So I want to talk to you today about something super exciting that happened to me recently, and that was I got to go to Google. It was so cool. Like the only thing I really know of Google, obviously, other than, you know, knowing it's a big search engine and how cool it is, is when I watched The Intern. I don't know if any of you have seen it, but it's a film and it is so funny. It's, it's a really feel good, light hearted one, but basically, two like middle aged men go and apply to be interns at Google with all the young, uh, more techie people. And it's super wholesome and so fun, but it just kind of showcased how cool Google is. So obviously I went thinking of that, thinking it was gonna be exactly like that with like slides everywhere. I mean, it wasn't quite, but it was similar. They did have free food and like canteens and stuff everywhere. They had a gym, unfortunately I didn't get to use it. Uh, it was it was really, really cool. Why did I go to Google, you may ask? Well, it was actually through YouTube. So as you guys know, I am a YouTuber. I'm also a TikToker, etc. etc um youtube have this new thing which is similar to tiktok similar to reels but it's their own their own thing and it is called youtube shorts and youtube shorts are just short format videos filmed like upright on your phone very similar to to what you would know from tiktoks and reels and stuff like that and i i think they've they've been live for maybe about a year i could be wrong there but as soon as they came out, I started posting on it because why not? I was already super used to making short format fun videos. So I started posting a chunk of them and they just went viral. Um, I have had some of the most views I've ever had, um, on short format videos on YouTube shorts. I think one videos had 110 million, but I've had at least 50 videos on YouTube shorts that I've had over a million and quite significantly over which is so cool it just feels really rewarding due to that and I think my success on shorts I've I was in contact with YouTube and they asked me to be on a panel at a YouTube shorts panelist event which I kind of felt like I was dreaming like you've asked me to be on a panel and talk to other creators about how to make shorts like that at Google, at YouTube. It just felt wild. Like, I don't know if you guys ever feel like you get imposter syndrome for anything, but I do. Like, I am very, very normal. (laughs) Like, really normal. If you've ever met me, you would know. Becoming larger on social media was not something I aimed for or felt like I was cut out for. It sort of happened accidentally uh, during lockdown. So, what happened was is my horses were at my family home and I obviously in lockdown, we didn't have anything to do. People couldn't come to the yard, people like, I couldn't go anywhere. And I just really took solace in in riding and having the horses there and started doing loads of fun things. And that was just as TikTok was gaining some traction. And it was actually Ebby, my friend who said, oh, you should get a TikTok for your business Blackheart, which I thought, oh, that's a great idea. And, you know, just as like an editor tool, at least. So I made a personal TikTok just to follow Blackheart and like all the posts, you know, as number one supporter. I never actually intended to post anything. But then I thought, like, why not film some of my outfits and what I'm doing at the yard? And there, it just grew. It just it just blew up very, very quickly. I think I was looking back through my stats the other day and, and some screenshots I think I had about 100k in about a week or two because it was obviously when TikTok was super new, it had a load of traction and no one had really anything else to do during lockdown. So that's kind of how it happened. It was completely accidental and I mean it's absolutely changed my life and I'm very grateful for it but it was fully by accident. And then that grew into posting more on Instagram and stuff like that but I decided why not start a YouTube as well? Because TikTok at that point didn't pay you. And still at this point now, they don't pay you a lot. Um, If you've got the TikTok creator fund, it is really like very small. Uh, Instagram don't pay you at all unless you're getting paid posts from, you know, sponsors or or people that want you to promote their product, which I don't really do a whole lot of. Like I prefer to just buy things if I like them and I would never promote anything I didn't actually like because what's the point like you're gonna actually have to use it and I don't want to be false so I really don't do a whole lot of paid posts um if any actually but then I thought YouTube right well that's the only the only site or social media I know that will pay you without needing like a third party you don't need somebody to come to you and say, I will pay you if you do this. Like it will do it through the ad revenue. So I started making YouTube videos. If you scroll back through my YouTube, you will laugh. I was horrendous. I hated being in front of the camera. I just used to stiffen up, feel so awkward and just not myself at all. Like I was like a little robot, but I gave it a go. I've obviously got better since then. I'm maybe a little bit too laissez-faire now, but we move. Yeah, so I started making YouTube videos, grew it to a point where I could actually monetize the videos through the ad revenue, because you have to get to a certain amount of watch hours and subscribers, I think, I mean, it was a while ago, so that might have changed now, but you have to get to that before you're eligible to monetize it, and at first, it's really, really not a lot, like, maybe if I was doing 100 pounds in a month, like, I was like, woohoo, this is cool, Um, it's obviously grown a little bit more than that now, but that's how I sort of fell into YouTube and then obviously when YouTube brought shorts out I was like oh this is a bit of me sign me up and that's sort of how like my social media transition went but I've really digressed so that's why they asked me to be a panelist because I'm quite good at shorts and I've had good success at it so it was a couple of weeks ago now um it was all a bit of a whirlwind but it was incredible so I I went to I was trying to get to London so what happened was I went with my mum as my plus one of course and we were going to get the train but obviously it's it's due like at the moment there's a lot of train strikes so I was a bit nervous and we got there and the train was delayed there was a fault on the line and it was so busy so I was getting a little bit stressed plushcare.com slash weight loss I had a lot of bags Um, I really don't like big crowded spaces but then it was delayed so there was no like estimated time of arrival on the board it was just delayed and I was like oh gosh okay this is a problem because I didn't have a whole lot of time in between getting to London and getting to Google for the uh, dress rehearsal and I kind of made an executive decision that, right, if I don't leave now and get my car, we might miss it or it's going to be uncomfortable or anything. So I ended up driving. I ended up cancelling my train ticket and driving myself and my mum to London. I had to swap in the last 20 minutes so I could put some makeup on. So that was quite, quite funny. Trying to navigate the streets of London for my mother whilst trying to put mascara on. Not easy. Not easy. But... Anyway, got there for the dress rehearsal. I think I was early, so that I felt quite proud. I was like, I've earned some brownie points here. And then it was it was just so cool going to the, the Google building. I think YouTube have the bottom floors and Google have the top. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. But they had this really cool room that was reserved for events content creation stuff like that so there was tons of points around the room designed for content creation such as there was like a confetti machine and a swing there was a candy floss stall there was a donut wall which was my personal favorite and obviously there was a stage so this was an invite only event there was about I think 80 to 100 Other creators that were going to be sitting in the crowd. And then I was being a panelist with another guy called Max, who's also incredible at YouTube Shorts. And then the sort of headliner for it was a guy called Cal Frazee on YouTube. It was actually my first time hearing about him, but I've had a look and his videos are very funny. So he's uh, one to go and have a look at. Yeah, so it was a little bit daunting, but obviously knowing that the people there were other creators made me feel a bit better because they are people that understand what they're doing, they're they're all in the same boat, so I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of judgment there, but at the same time, it's quite hard to tell people who are good at what they do, how to do it better, if you know what I mean, Um, and they explained to me that a lot of the people in the crowd were other creators that were huge on other platforms, but not necessarily shorts just yet, they might have been new to it, so... That was a bit daunting, but anyway, dress rehearsal went okay. I get a little bit awkward at first, so you know, you know what I'm like. Um, but I calmed down. I edited my first episode of this podcast actually in the waiting room, which was really cool. There was like a dressing room downstairs, and um, like a like a breakout space, which was really cool. So I had a few hours just to kind of chill. I went took advantage of all the food and the cafeteria and explored a little bit of Google then I went and you know edited got myself ready met met some of the other people um it was it was great so then it was time to go to the panel and basically that what they were trying to ask us is how we got started into you know social media shorts etc what we do how we get the views And how we plan our content, you know, what's our favourite part, least favourite part, stuff like that. And I can't 100% remember my answers. I have got a YouTube video of it somewhere that I'll post at some point. But it was sort of like explaining that I became an accidental influencer, so to speak, like I just explained to you guys and how I create shorts and stuff. So in terms of being a content creator, this is not my full-time job. I have obviously two businesses and I'm a professional horse rider. So that is full on. And I've managed to integrate content creation into a part of my everyday life. I would probably take videos one or two days a week maximum, but there's not a lot of planning. There's not too much uh, production value because I just take the clips when I think of something I want to film, when somebody's given a good idea of what they want to see or taking short format videos is super easy because I'm at the stables every single day and you know horses and animals they're always doing something funny so I can catch that quite quick. They also asked like what's your favorite part about it and I just, I absolutely love it. I find it second nature and I think it's a way for people to get to know you on a more, on a less serious level actually because, you know, you're dancing around, you're lip syncing, you're doing really silly things that no normal self-respecting adult should be doing but it gives people a light-hearted look into your life and your vibe which I love and I also love that it's helped me meet so many cool people um it's it's still actually wild to me when I go to a, a horse show that people will be will be queuing up to try and try and meet me or if I'm very occasionally, it was more in context when I'm at a horse show, but you know, nowadays I do get people being like, oh, you're that girl from TikTok, or you're that girl from YouTube, or you're, you know, are you Erin? And and it throws me off, I never expect it, which is kind of which is kind of wild. I think I'm gonna sneeze. Oh, sorry, I just had a sneezing fit, guys. I, I'm gonna cut the sneezes out of this, but I don't 100% know where I left off. But I'm gonna go on to my least favourite bit, which, as I touched on in my first episode, is probably the the hate you get and how you open yourself up to that. And I think there's a, what people, a lot of people don't understand is by me putting myself out on social media, I am not asking for people to be negative. Like sometimes people reply and they say, yeah, well, what do you expect? You've put yourself out here. Like I can say what I want. And that's not entirely true. I've put myself out there to make content people enjoy and to try and share a bit of myself with, with the people who want to get to know it and people that are invested in my horses or or like the idea of riding horses i mean there's a lot of people that don't have access to horses that i know may live vicariously through my videos and just enjoy the equestrian vibe i don't believe you're actually opening yourself up to be commented on negatively when you put yourself on social media but that's probably the thing i find the hardest i mean I really don't mind anymore. I, I think I touched on this a little bit in episode one. I have got a very thick skin and it would only hurt my feelings if it was someone I cared about or respected. You know, someone who doesn't know me making a quick assumption doesn't really faze me. But it is still quite hard. So I, I do worry for the people who aren't thick skinned and, and don't have the same mindset as me. Or or don't just think, oh, I'll sass them and make a joke out of it. I'm not sure. But that's that's probably the hardest bit. So my favourite bit is getting to know so many new people and so many new opportunities. And my least favourite bit is you negative Nellies out there. But I suppose there's pros and cons of everything, isn't there? I also don't know if you guys have noticed, but the sound, I think, is a lot better on this episode. I was having some technical difficulties with my microphone because... I'm not a techie girl, you know, I'm really not, it's again not natural to me and I'm kind of learning on the go but I think I had it on all the wrong settings, it was a little bit echoey, yeah it was was a little bit of a train wreck and I apologise, it'll be clear and concise from here on out. So my next episode, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek as well, will be probably next Friday, and I just chatted to two friends of mine who also happen to be the two ladies that helped find Buscador, my beautiful grey Spanish stallion slash unicorn horse. Um, and they run a business finding and buying and selling Spanish horses. I spoke to them recently in Spain about all things buying Spanish horses what's it like what's the process things to look out for I think it's such an interesting episode you know even if you are not planning on buying a Spanish horse it's got some bits that even I was like wow that was educational so a little sneak preview for next week's episode I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, it was just quite casual, just having an attempt at talking to you guys for the first time and telling you something that was super exciting in my week, something that I was very proud of and kind of just want to still shout from the rooftops, like I went to YouTube, (laughs) woo. (laughs) Please do follow this podcast Unbridled with Erin on all you know streaming services and Instagram as well thank you so much for listening everybody and I can't wait to talk to you on the next episode